Hello everyone, this is Steven Dutzman. I am the founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com and this is episode 30 of the EFG Daily Commute. It is Monday, the 17th of December. It's the last week before uh, Christmas. The kids are super hype and uh, the parents and the grandparents are all super panicked trying to get everything done. At least that's how it is in our house. Uh, trying to, you know, perfect it and uh, loving the fact that every other day now the kids are changing what they want because, you know, that's how it works. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Engaged Family Gaming is a website on the internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give families the information they need to get their family game on. Uh, last week uh, was, uh, we recorded a video game episode that was all about the uh, announcements that came out from the Bo Video Game Awards and from the Kind of Funny. We talked about a bunch of games. Um, that podcast has not gone live yet. Uh, our podcast producer has had one day off in like six months or something. Um, so we are, uh, we will have that podcast live for you as soon as we can. And this week, <coughs> we actually will be recording a board game show. Uh, where we will talk about the board game releases from PAX Unplugged. Um, and then we actually are going to go dark uh, on the primary podcast as well as publishing um, on the website for the remainder of the year uh, as we take our, um, you know, as we, as we take our standard time off um, to enjoy the holidays and also um, to get ready for 2019, which is going to be a huge year for Engage Family Gaming. We're bringing on some more staff. We're going to be ramping up our coverage for eSports, and we're gonna be ramping up our coverage for uh, collectible card games, specifically Magic the Gathering, Magic the Gathering Arena, Hearthstone, and other miscellaneous games. Um, also some of that Pokemon card game. So, um, you know, we're, we just got a lot going on, but today I wanted to talk a little bit about Kingdom Hearts 3. So, um, January 29th is the release. It's exciting. Um, it's nerve-wracking. Um, this game is, uh, one of, I would say it's probably the most anticipated game, um, for us, for our family in a very long time. You know, we get excited about games. I mean, anybody that listens to our podcasts or, you know, watches us on the EFG show or anything like that. Um, really does understand that we embrace the hype. I certainly embrace it. Um, but Kingdom Hearts is like this weird place where um, I, I'm just always excited for one of these games to come out. And here we are. Kingdom Hearts is it's almost here. January 29th of 2019. Um, I... I if you would ask me six months ago if I thought it was actually going to happen, I would have said no. Um, I just, I didn't believe it. <laughs> um, I still think that there's a chance that it gets pushed by a couple of weeks just because I'm a pessimist about it. Um, but frankly, take all the, take the time you need. The fact that we know we're close uh, has me pretty stoked. Um, the video game world was rocked with some bad news about Kingdom Hearts 3, and this is something that uh, I wanted to mention right at the top of the show, I say that four minutes in, um, 
if you are a Kingdom Hearts fan and you frequent places like Reddit or Twitter, um, now might be a good time to set up some filters and block some posts. Um, you know, if there's a, if there are any sites that you uh, follow that tend to be a little spoilery, um, I might recommend uh, unfollowing them for a little bit. Um, and the reason for that is that a copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 is out in the wild. It's the Xbox One version. It is out in the wild, and uh, videos are making their way into the internet, which means that there are spoilers coming. Um, it's so frustrating, because in six weeks, um, a lot of damage can be done. And so... Uh, man, a lot of damage can be done. Six weeks is enough time for somebody to really play through this whole game and, you know, slice it up into individual chunks and just start throwing information out onto the internet. And realistically, videos will get taken down. However, you know, once it's out there, it's out there. And so what's extra frustrating about this is that Kingdom Hearts kind of holds a weird place in the internet where there are a lot of people, specifically trolls, who um, delight and are right now just chomping at the bit, I am certain, to spoil this game. Uh, it's kind of like Harry Potter, right? Like there was a, a big twist at the end of one of the books and um, people wanted to try and spoil that, right? So, um, and people just loved it. And part of that was because People love just spoiling stuff for kids. Um, I've told the story about how the ending of The Force Awakens was spoiled for my son, Evan, in a game of Splatoon. So, um, it's, you know, people really delight in spoiling things for kids. And this is even crazier because not only is this for kids, but this is for a, this is a game that is targeted at a rabid fan base who some people, you know, I know some adults who have been waiting for this game since they were children. Um, so I, I know it stands without saying, um, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, please, in our family gaming community or on our Facebook page or like in messengers to us and things like, please don't be that guy. Um, I don't want to have to block or ban anybody. <laughs> But I absolutely will, um, because this is one of those games that, you know, is really important to a lot of families, and I just don't, you know, I don't want to deal with that. So, um, so that's the, the spoiler stuff, but I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what this franchise means to me, because I have, you know, I, I have not played every single game in this franchise. Um, I barely understand the story. Um, and yet it's still super important to me. And a lot of people ask me, you know, they assume that that is a, um, that, that, it, and I apologize, I'm stumbling over my words. A lot of people will, uh, point to that and say, all right, well, you've, you haven't played all of the games. You don't necessarily know the story inside now. Like, how can you be super excited about this? Like, what makes you a fan? And... Um, I, I think that kind of gives a, a good segue into a discussion about fandom, right? Like, I played, I bought the original Kingdom Hearts the day it came out, and I played the hell out of it. Um, you know, I played Kingdom Hearts 2, 
a lot. Um, unfortunately, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out while I was playing World of Warcraft, so it was like a really weird spot. Um, I just didn't finish it because I had other things going on. Or maybe it didn't come out then. I, I can't even remember, but I know that there were other things happening. And so I struggle with, you know, explaining my fandom to people, or I used to be like, well, how could I really be a fan of this if I didn't know everything about it? And it really comes down to the fact that um, you can be a fan of something if you don't know all of the minutia. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of folks that are going to gatekeep and say, well, you're not a true fan of Star Wars unless you know the history of the Jedi Order, or you're not a true, you know, comic book fan, you're not a true Marvel fan unless you know the comic book origins of all of these characters. And, um, I say that's nonsense. Um, and, and this is especially stuff that gets thrown at kids. You know, they try and be excited about stuff and they go to school and they talk about it and there's always some kid that knows more than them. That's just how it works. And a lot of times those kids are super rude about, oh, well, you can't like this because you don't understand, you know, you need to go read these, you know, a hundred issues of a comic in order to really understand, like, what this, whatever, you know, and, and the, re the unfortunate reality is sometimes those are our kids, um, and, and that's kind of where I was heading with this, right, like, we are nerds, most of the people listening to this podcast, I mean, if you're listening to a daily commute podcast where a, a video game blogger talks about his thoughts, chances are good you're, you're a nerd. Um, and so we know a lot of these things. And so by default, our kids know a lot of these things. That's just how it, I mean, that's how it works, right? You know, we want to share with our kids the things that we're excited about. Um, but if we don't teach them how to enjoy these games with other people, um, it can be really difficult because, you know, our kids might be those gatekeepers and we might not know about it. Um, and they might not even know about it because gatekeeping isn't necessarily like this. You know, it's not the same as bullying, right? Like kids know when they're being jerks. They know when they're being bullies, but they don't necessarily know when they're being gatekeepers. Um, and I think that that is an important distinction, and it's something that we we have to teach them what that is. And so, you know, with Kingdom Hearts, right? Like, my oldest son, you know, is super into it, but we have the collections, and he just hasn't finished them because he has other things to do. Um... You know, he said at the beginning of the year that he was going to spend a bunch of the summer trying to finish those games. And then Fortnite happened. And he spent a lot of time wanting to play with his brother. How am I supposed to argue with that? Right? So, he, he's not all the way caught up. And so he's super concerned. Like, how can I, you know, how can I be a part of this Kingdom Hearts experience if I don't, if I haven't played it all? It's like, dude, just, just love it. Um, and you know, it's important to us to encourage our kids to encourage other people to feel the same way. Um, you know, celebrate your knowledge, right? You know, if you know all this cool stuff about Iron Man, it's okay to know things. 
Um, we just have to be careful not to, you know, get on anybody's case or prevent them from being a fan or discourage them from being a fan because they don't have the time or the interest to get the whole backstory. And I think when we talk about backstories, right, like, there are a lot of people that have asked, like, well, should I bother buying Kingdom Hearts 3 because, you know, if I haven't played these other games? And, you know, I say yes. <laughs> um, and I've said it a number of times. Yes, play Kingdom Hearts 3 and enjoy it. Um, just recognize that it's really stupid. Um, and just be a fan and enjoy it. I think that's a lesson we can learn. I'm kind of rambling a little bit this morning. It was a long weekend. The Patriots lost yesterday. But the, the, the idea of embracing Kingdom Hearts without knowing the whole story, like, you can never know the whole story for Kingdom Hearts. That, that game is so weird and obtuse and super Japanese. And, you know, there's hidden plot details buried halfway through a free-to-play mobile game that requires dozens of hours to play. Like, there's little plot details everywhere. And at the end of the day, it's a game about Donald Duck and Goofy and a Final Fantasy character, like, running around different Disney worlds, like, fighting monsters. And it's okay to just enjoy that without knowing and understanding the whole story. Um, and I think if we can use that as the object lesson, Right? Like, if you can, if it's okay to enjoy Kingdom Hearts 3 without knowing this complicated backstory and without playing two or three hundred hours worth of previous Kingdom Hearts games, um, it, without that, you know, if, if that's okay, um, then I think it's also okay to go watch Spider Man into the into the multiverse, or, like, or into the Spider-Verse, rather, without knowing that all of those characters have existed before in the comics. I say this full knowing that I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm just talking about the ones in the marketing. But, like, it's okay to go see those things, and it's okay to be a Spider-Man fan if you don't recognize that Spider-Ham has been in a cartoon, has been in a comic before. Or that Spider-Gwen is, like, probably the biggest thing to happen to the Spider-Man universe in, you know, years. Um, so, the, I think that that's a, a, a decent analogy. Um, so, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, first off, you know, here's some questions. Number one, you know, how excited are you guys for Kingdom Hearts? Um, and are you excited because of your experience with the previous games, or are you, are you excited in spite of those previous experiences? Um, I'm super excited to hear what you guys have to say. Um, so I'd love to hear you uh, give those opinions in, on the Engage Family Gaming uh, community site, which is our Facebook group. You can go there uh, at engagefamilygaming.com slash community. Please share your opinions, ask your questions. Um, I myself and the EFG staff would love to participate and talk to you about them. Um, so this has been a short one. Um, you know, this, it, it looks like this is going to be more, more of what our episodes will be. Shorter episodes, kind of laser focused topics whenever I can. 
Um, so I do hope you guys like this format. If you have feedback, please reach out to me on Messenger or you know on Facebook or Twitter and share your opinions. Um, so uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. Uh, hopefully something interesting happens today and we'll have some stuff to talk about. Um, but until next time, I do hope you have a wonderful day. And don't forget to get your family game on. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.